This podcast was recorded on the Wajak land of the Noongar Nation. This land was stolen and never ceded. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians and elders past and present, and we acknowledge the power of truth-telling and voice in preserving the oldest living culture in the world. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Clea. And I'm Ava, and you're listening to the Bimbo Industrial Complex. everywhere this is this is the moment the sad girlies this is vindication like anyway we'll get into it more but screaming crying throwing throwing up up, lying on the floor for half an hour when i saw the first photo oh to be in love anyway so much to discuss but before we get started ava do you have actually first how are you today i'm good i'm a little sleepy i'm sleepy we, Claire and I just went and did some serious quirked up shorty behaviour. We really did. We went to like a morning pastry pop-up at Pika Bar. And then we like monopolised the like uh, video installation thing on their two sets of headphones and it like took you through yoga. Yeah, and like I think maybe four or five people walked into the room and were like immediately... Turned off. Yeah. But that's art. Art. Not everyone's Video art. Uh, we saw some cool stuff. We ate some del- delicious pastries. We went up on a roof. I bullied Clea on stories, but she did consent to it. I fully consented. Yeah. I consented to being called a diabolical verb <laughs> and IBS, but I did not consent to being called the Bo Burnham version of funny feelings. So that's where I draw the line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have hot girl recs today? Um, I'm still thinking of mine, so you go first. Okay. Lately... I've been getting really back into Real Housewives of Melbourne. Oh. Um, I'm not up to like the current season, like I'm starting it from the start again. But just the sheer insanity of those women. It's so It's good. so... I like really performative, pro- highly produced reality TV. Mm. I like when reality TV doesn't pretend to be real. Yeah, like, it's so meta. Yeah, when Drag Race... the. Drag Race is so extremely not reality that it's almost like breaks all the conventions of it. And then, it... And then they have to have Untucked to be like, this is the real reality show. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched Drag Race since RuPaul came out. <laughs> came out as a fracker. Yeah, since since Ru- since Down Under, I think. I don't know. I'm, I'm exhausted, you know. Mm. I can't anymore. But so, yeah, Real House has a Melbourne. And I've been also finding it so funny how, like, people are so obsessed with intellectualizing Real House has a Melbourne. Yeah. It's like, just watch it and turn your brain off. Like I, I love, like, how Lydia has her little dog Figaro. She's yes. Like, and she Figaro. Puts him, she puts him in, like, little suits. And the other thing is, like, I was a massive Gina Liano stan. But now that I, I watch it and I see how, like, actually racist and like terrifying she is mm-hmm. like 
she want to blame it on the edit. But like, yeah. Yeah. It's very fascinating to me. So Janet is my fave. Love Janet and Jackie. They have such a beautiful yeah. friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like Chica as well. Chica. Yeah. Chica and Bruce. Love it. Anything academic? Yeah. Okay. So you we all know that I'm like literally in love with Alan Kohler, mm-hmm. but there's a new Australian economist that's like caught my eye. His name is Richard Dennis. In his, he read a piece on the Saturday Paper podcast the other day. Ooh. Yeah, not only do I read the Saturday Paper, but I listen to the Saturday Paper podcast. Okay. Okay. Uh, and he has written a few books. Um, his most famous one is called Affluenza, which is basically oh. like the idea that we like buy things because we've been taught to replace perfectly good things because mm. we like we love buying stuff. So you convince yourself that you need to like throw out your perfectly good sofa so that you can buy the new one. Yeah. Which is like this affluenza disease. Anyway, he's been on Dr. Carl's podcast and he's on that Saturday paper one and he writes just like these beautiful pieces and like, you know, not like super behavioral economics, but not like, you know, zero one, one, zero, zero, one supply demand graph. Yeah. 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 Kind of economic. So Hey, really Dennis. interesting. Maybe yeah. he's going to be the man who makes me trust men with two first names. Well, actually, his last name is spelled D-E-N-N-I-S-S. Okay, okay. Double letters, yeah. I think I think he could be the one. That's yeah. so beautiful. Anyway, we'll drop some links. Love it. Yeah. Okay, so my bimbo rec is Taylor Swift's version of Red came out last night. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but obviously I had to start with the 10 minute version of All Too Well. And can I just say it should have been 10 minutes the whole time. Like, not only is it just a great song, but the absolute scalding tea on Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, she talks about how she's going to get older, but his lovers will stay her age. And like right now he's dating someone who he started dating when he was like 21. So it's fully tea. Um, there's just so many, there's so much beautiful songwriting and just like, you definitely do not have to be, you know, like done dirty by a Jake Gyllenhaal-esque man Mm. to feel it. So yeah. Yeah. Like I don't even like Taylor Swift and like I was there, I was, I remember it all too well. Truly. And also it's quite uh, groundbreaking. Taylor Swift has finally let a woman sing lead vocals on one of her songs, and that woman is Phoebe Bridges, so how apt for this episode. And then my academic rec, this isn't really like academic, but it's academic adjacent, is I bought some of those mirror glasses, like the horizontal Mm. glasses. So it's basically like you can be looking straight ahead and see something that you're like holding in your lap. Or when you're reading, you can be lying with your head flat and like looking at the book you're holding up. So it's so good for anyone who just like, I'm always changing positions when I'm reading mm. and I really can never get comfortable. So yeah, my neck is always hurting. And they only cost like, well, the ones I got were from Pigeonhole and they were only 20 bucks. So really? imagine if you bought them from like an actual oh, place. That would like be so good if you did like yarn craft or something and you yeah. could like lie down a little those like embroidery goggles. Have you ever seen those before? They're oh, so funny. That's so cool. Yeah. They got like microscopes on them. <gasps> I love it. Okay, so now to get into possibly one of the most important discussions of our generation. I don't know if we have any nuanced points beyond just like, everybody look! 
Yeah. But we wanted to talk a bit about like the uh, allure of the indie couple, mm-hmm. the indie darling couple. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, as we mentioned, Phoebe Bridges, beautiful, incredible singer, um, wonder boy genius, also amazing act, and Paul is just a lovely, sweet Irish actor. Mm-hmm. But we do know from his Instagram that he can also sing. Yes. Yeah. So important just, uh, announcement. Yeah, he can also sing. Yeah. So first of all, just forget everything we said like four episodes ago about parasocial relationships being unhealthy. Yeah. For today, we're just we're just letting it happen. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Now take us through the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. You can even say that Paul had a parasocial relationship, relationship with, with Phoebe before it happened. So yeah. Um. When. Paul was preparing to play Connell in Normal People. He made a Spotify playlist called Connell. Um, this is quite well known. It's a very good playlist. It's a good it has playlist. Like Lord, Body um, and it also has Funeral and Waiting Room by Phoebe Bridges, which are two of the, the tear jerkers, I would say. Um, we were just listening to it in the car before. And it's just really nice. And he has been seen like on his Spotify activity listening to Moon Song as well. So it's just visceral. <laughs> This relationship has really been playing out over Spotify, and I just love it. Goals. And then at the beginning of 2020, end of 2019, he posted his Spotify rap, because obviously you have to show off mm-hmm. if you've got a good Spotify rap. Um, and Phoebe Bridges was his top artist, and he, yeah, just basically posted it out, like, how he loved her. Um, and then at some point when Normal People was coming out, Phoebe, like, tweeted about how she was getting horny watching Normal People. So it's just like, it's these things that all of us are doing. Like, we're all crying to Moonsong on Spotify. We're all getting horny watching normal people. Like, celebrities, they're just like us. Mm-hmm. And so, Ava, would you like to talk about the confirmation image that we finally got after, like, yeah. almost two years of speculation that they're together? Because I think they'd been, like, flirting on, like, Instagram, commenting on each other's posts, like... Interviewing, they were in interviews where he talked about how he really liked her music and stuff, and then all of a sudden, happy Halloween, motherfuckers! Uh, <sighs> Paul so- Bezcal and Phoebe Bridges show up to this Halloween party as Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I just love thinking about that, like, that they know who Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are. Like, I just think because they're so cool. They would just exist on a different like plane of existence mm. where they don't interact with like pop culture like normal people, but like they do. Yeah. Uh, and what what was he wearing? Describe to us what he was wearing. So he was wearing like a blazer mm. and he had like fake temporary mm. tattoos on his chest. And what was just like the cherry on top? The chain. The, the Connell's chain. chain. And for those of you who haven't seen normal people um, or read normal people or have been living under a rock for the last like one year... Connell in the book wears this chain, this silver chain, and people were like obsessed with it, kind of like the fish, uh, the fisherman sweater in Knives Out, and it had yeah. its own Instagram account dedicated to the chain, mm-hmm. and like, it's like a wog chain, like a like a Croatian silver yeah, jewelry chain, yeah. but like Irish vibes, Irish soccer Irish boy Catholic, vibes, like, yeah. yeah, very crake like. Yeah, very so cool. So good. And then also in this photo was Lucy Dacus, um, who's another member of Boy Genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, this is the only photo of her in Halloween. I think she's dressed as Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. I have spent a lot 
And I think it is just the Breakfast at Tiffany's Holly Golightly outfit. But that's just really important because it shows that he's not just with her. Like, he's in with her friends. Yeah. Like, of course, they would have so much fun together. Yeah. And it's just Would like, they, though? Because, like, they're so sad. Yeah, but I feel like this is making them happy. Uh, yeah. Like, I can't wait to hear... Hopefully they don't break up before she can release an, an album, album of like, about him in love. Like it can still be sad love songs. Like it can still be kind of like moon song vibes, but it yeah, uh, it's gonna be so good, so so good. And then what have we been getting more recently that's really just been breaking our hearts? Okay, they went to the Gucci show together. Oh my god! So she walked as well. Um, guys, you have to see the photo. We will post them on Facebook. Facebook? Facebook. We'll post them on Instagram. Instagram. Maybe we'll do some cross-platform marketing. (laughs) Just for this. And the way he's looking at her, like, I can't describe it. He's looking at her like when you leave the club at like two in the morning and all you want to do is go home and eat a kebab and it's just in front of you and you're looking around and, and all your like, friends are there and you're so the happy. The donut is like rotating. Yeah, and you're just looking at it like, I can't wait for you to be in me. That's mm-hmm. how he's looking at her. And she's looking back at him like, like she knows, that he knows that she knows that he knows. It's so nice to see her smile as well, not to be like tragic, but she just looks so happy. They're like so cute and quirked up. Like, it makes me feel sick though because I'm like, obviously, this is all I want, but like, I'm literally never, I could never be in a relationship that is this good. Like, that's the thing. I'm just gonna have to compare everything to this now, and nothing's gonna, nothing will ever live up to the standard. No. Oh. Oh. Anyway, it's just, it's just been a big week in the world of sad girls. And sad yeah, boys maybe too. sad boys, and like, I don't know. If you've seen normal people, you've seen parts of Paul Mezcal that like other people might not have seen just <laughs> from social media. Mm-hmm. So you know that, like, I can yeah. just imagine them both like lying in bed together and like reading poetry to each other, oh. but, like not in a cringy way. Yeah, and like they'll like text each other poems about their days. They would. And she'll be like writing, and he'll like make her coffee, probably. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and like I tried really hard to intellectualize it, but I think there's just something in my little like rat girly brain that's like, oh, it's so cute. But like, I don't know, like, is it my inner Mediterranean, like, <laughs> woggy girl coming out being like, the, the chain? Um, and also, like, the fact that they're both queer icons, you know? Mm. Like, for me, like, Phoebe Bridges has got girl in red vibes. Yes, very much so. So, it's very revolutionary, you know, like, appeals to all the, all spectrums of sexuality and gender. We can all love Phoebe Bridges. Um, Probably because depression doesn't discriminate on... On the basis of sexuality. (laughs) Uh, And I also love... Like, the Sad Lady Caucus. Mm. So, Lana Del Rey, obviously, queen of Sad Lady Caucus. But Phoebe Bridges, Lucy Darkus, um, Julian Baker, Boy Genius. Holy Trinity. Yeah, really. The Sad Lady Caucus. But also, is Paul Mezcal, like, do we know what his sexuality is? I don't know. It's it's just like that TikTok that I posted on our Instagram that's like, when a man is both heterosexual and kind, to me, that is queer baiting. Like, (laughs) I think... 
I don't know much about about Paul Mezcal's personal life other than because I think normal people was his like breakout yeah, role. Yeah. So, but since then he's been cast in a few. He things. feels attainable in a way that like a Hollywood megastar might not be. Like, oh my god, a few years ago he was just a normal boy in Ireland, and like. <laughs> It just feels somehow relatable. And the same with Phoebe Bridges, you know, all of her songs about kind of suburbia and mm. stuff. And because they're kind of indie and not like, obviously they're both superstars, but they're maybe not part of like the mainstream zeitgeist in the same way as like Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. It kind of feels <laughs> like they're but just it, two normal people. It confirms the like narrative that fans can become lovers. You know, there's enemies to lovers, hot, friends to lovers, hot. But fans to lovers, like, he notices her in the crowd. If Wattpad, well, I'm sure Wattpad still exists, but, like, if we were living in the Wattpad, like, 2013 era, oh, my God. Yeah. It's just validation, yeah, for fans everywhere. Men are fans. Men are fans. So good. good. When they break up, it's going to be like going through a breakup. Yeah, but how good will the album be? Yeah, although that's what I thought about Donda. Like, I thought Donda was going to be really good because yeah. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was so good. But, you know, Phoebe Bridges and Kanye West are kind of not that comparable. And also, like, Kanye West still doesn't think that he's, like, broken up with Kim Kardashian. He's like, my parents want their... Uh, my parents want their kids to be together. My kids <laughs> want their parents to be together. Like, we're not even divorced. I don't know why she said that on SNL. Definitely not Kanye's voice, but yeah. you catch my drift. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and in lieu of actually like providing any sort of like <laughs> research or like intellectualism, we just wanted to talk about some of our other favorite, favorite indie, indie couples. darling couples. Um, so the first one I had here was just like my Tumblr girlies will remember Alexa Chung and Alex Turner and perfect knee socks. They absolutely warped so that Phoebe and Paul could run, can I just say. So Alex Turner, for anyone who doesn't know, is the singer from the Arctic Monkeys. And Alexa Chung is like the original influencer, mm-hmm, would you mm-hmm. say? Yeah, she was like on MTV. She was mm-hmm. like an interviewer for MTV and then she became like the it girl. A style icon. Like if you think of any trends from like that 2010s like twee era, like the Peter Pan collar. I just, like, that is inextricably linked to her in my mind. Mm-hmm, for sure. Leather jacket, cut-offs, mm-hmm. Wellingtons. The, like, cat eye, but then, like, slightly smudged. Mm-hmm. Um, the fringe, little pixie cut. Anyway, it's just darling, so perfect. Darling. And, again, if you're on Tumblr at this time, you probably would have read a lot of things about them. And so, Suck It and See is supposedly about Alex and Alexa's relationship. And it's personally my favourite Arctic Monkeys album. Mm. Um, so, I was just really invested in this. And depending on what theories you read, also some of the songs on AM are supposedly about their breakup. Mm. And one thing I want to ask you about, did you remember this when... Um, Alex gave Alexa a Valentine's card once and she left it behind in a bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And so someone found this letter. Um, Again, we'll post it on Instagram. It is like so... I mean, it's obviously a bit like sappy and cringy because it's a Valentine's Day card. But it's just like... It's just hot. My mouth hasn't shut up about you since you kissed it. The idea that you may kiss it again is stuck in my brain. I guess he has a British accent, doesn't he? Yeah, like a northern one. I don't know how to do that. I can't do that. Which hasn't stopped thinking about (laughs) you since well. (laughs) Before any kiss. And 
Now the prospect of those kisses seems to wind me like when you slip on the stairs and one of those steps hits you in the middle of the back. The notion of them continuing for what is traditionally terrifying forever excites me to an unfamiliar degree. Anyway, so just... Can you imagine a man writing that for you? Yeah, but like you'd have to be a certain level of cool, otherwise you'd be like... Oh, it's just so, so good. Anyway, she got interviewed about it and, like, she got asked if he was annoyed about it. And she was like, he was really cool, um, cool about it. And he said, I'm not upset that everyone saw it because that's the truth and I couldn't give a shit. So beautiful. And then he said, oh, I can't do a Northern English accent. Yeah. Eh, but at least you've got a copy of it. No, that that's went Scottish. Irish. <laughs> he Basically, just said, but now you've got a copy of it, like, you haven't lost it. So, just so beautiful. When they broke up, it felt like it was worse than my parents getting divorced. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, Love died. Love did die. That's probably why we're still bitter, to be honest. That's why if this goes badly, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. If this goes badly, I expect, like, their publicist to pay for my therapy. I think that's fair. It's only um, right they should partner with better, yeah, <laughs> better just, help. It's so beautiful to see these couples just like so in love and just expressing it, like mm. not being like super private about it. Obviously that's their right to if they want to, but like it's just so cute to imagine like them being so in love that they're like, I just have to post this on my Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is like a lot of like the huge like celebrity relationships we see are so curated by publicists publicists and like very stunt like like obviously Kylie and Travis Scott like mm. I don't even know like can you imagine them sitting around at the dinner table and having a conversation because I can't like I can imagine Kylie being like stormy baby ear greens <laughs> stormy you know but I feel there's something that feels very like just beautiful and free even though it's probably just as curated as the other celebrity yeah, relationships yeah, yeah. um now Onto something a little bit more big and chunky. <laughs> Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig. So, legend has it that Noah Baumbach, filmmaker, director of such films as Francis Ha, my favourite movie. Um, uh, the Myra Witt Yeah, The Myra Witt and Marriage Story, which is the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, with that one, the Oscar with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. He also directed Kicking and Screaming, the soccer yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and like a Q1 called like Noah and the Whale or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and also, legend has it. <laughs> well, he did. We know he yeah, contributed to, to writing Madagascar, Madagascar 3. 3. And the, the mythology goes, although I, ref- I just believe this is true, yeah. is that he wrote that to fund his divorce from his ex-wife so that he could... Then start a new relationship life. with Greta Gerwig. Yeah, and oh. so I tried to like delve into this, mm-hmm. um, and so it's not confirmed, but the timing like lines up very well, and also in Marriage Story, which like everyone knows is based on his divorce, um, there's like a kind of like a storyline where Adam Driver has to direct like two shitty plays, what he calls shitty plays, to mm. pay for his divorce lawyer. Mm. So everyone thinks that's kind of an allusion to Madagascar. 3, yeah. So, because um obviously Greta Gerwig, star of Frances Ha, and filmmaker in her own right. Yeah. Um, Lady yeah. Bird, Little Women, Mistress America. What are some other cool celebrity couples? 
Who was Amanda Steinberg dating for a while that everyone was losing their mind over? Was it Jaden Smith or no? Mm. Well, we were talking about ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. Not necessarily like a indie couple, of course, but like a very fashionable couple. But apparently ASAP Rocky is a bit problematic, which we probably could have predicted that when he mm. went to jail in Sweden um, that one time. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other indie couples that have just... Oh, they were dating um, King Princess in 2018. How old is King Princess? King Princess... I don't know. Well, the full Amadla Stanberg dating history. King Princess. Oh, they did date Jaden Smith. Yeah, very oh, cool. I'm just going to hear my window sound. Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach is it's very, like, white, 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 you know. But. Yeah. Oh, and obviously, how could we forget Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum? Oh, okay. She just elevated him to a new level with those bike riding photos. Like, money could not buy that kind of publicity. That blue tank top. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. I would do sick shit to be a fly on the wall and just hear what they talk about. Like I don't I don't need to see them like, you know, making out or anything. Yeah. I just want to know what their conversations are yeah, like. Yeah, you just want to go to the dinner party. I'm looking at like indie couples and it was like Lena Dunham and Jack Antonov. Things that did not age well. All of these like quote unquote cute indie couples, like when you look it up on the internet, is just like hot women and men who look like they've just goofy goofy looking men yeah yeah like their mum has dressed them and like they're like mom i don't want to wear a suit and the <laughs> mom's like you have to wear a suit so yeah yeah the appeal of the indie darling i don't know it's kind of like being not like other girls like i don't care about you know other I don't care about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly I'm not like other girls like yeah. I prefer Paul Mescal and maybe Bridget but then you just get that validation when they dress up as Machine yeah. Gun Kelly and Megan Fox because you're like oh. yeah it's kind of like discovering an artist and, and thinking that you're yeah, cool like that you own them yeah exactly all the negative things of parasocial relationships but it's fine when the, they're hot and cool it's literally <laughs> the finest yeah I guess we didn't have that much nuance, just yelling. Yeah. But just... feel free to, like, hit us up and yell back, you know? And just tell us if you have any couples that you're hell into. Yeah. I'm trying to think of more that I just really love. But they're all just, like, random people on Instagrams and they're random boyfriends. Yeah. All right, Ava. What is your low stakes hot take? Listen up. <clears throat> It's not Matilda Jeff. Okay. What is it? Enlighten me. Well, no. In what Scandinavian language do you pronounce the J? Surely it has to be Matilda Jeff. Jeff. That sounds a lot more believable, yeah. I'm sick of these girlies out there. Yeah, my new Matilda Jeff hat. My new Matilda Jeff car. I don't think so. Yeah, no, I've never really thought about it before. But you're surely you're so Matilda right. Dieff. That sounds right to me. Where is she from? It's not Bajork. 
It is actually bejeweled. <laughs> She's been saying it for years. She's like, guys, please. For those of, of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Matilda Dieff is like an Instagram influencer who now has a fashion brand. She doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, she's from Sweden. Yeah, it's Dieff. Yeah, I feel like it's... Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. With, I think you're so right. With Jean. <laughs> it's avec Jean. You know? So true. Let's just play how to pronounce Dieff in Swedish. Dieff. Male from Sweden. Dieff. Um. <laughs> yeah, so Jerf. Yeah, not <sighs> I guess we have to start a campaign now, an awareness campaign. Yeah. Jerf 2021. Yeah. Just like Coney 2012. Yeah. We'll I think be I have putting like... out some stickers. Yeah. Jerf. 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 Yeah, what about you? Do you have a low sex hot take? Mine is that. Well, this is like a low stakes hot take and also like a million dollar idea if anyone wants to actually do it. So they need to make like an e-reader, like an eco-friendly book alternative, like Kindle, Kobo, whatever, um, where people can see what you're reading. Because like literally what is the point of me reading like a big, mm-hmm. dense, mm-hmm. hot theory mm-hmm. book if all anyone can see is my little black Kindle? Like it's it needs to be a hologram. <gasps> Like of the color, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. Because like, it's just so it just hits so different to know that everyone on the train can see you. What is the point of reading on the train if not to show everybody what you're reading? There is no point because like actually for me it's to stop people talking to me because people always talk to me on the train. Yeah. yeah, I know. What like do you find like you? People think you're an approachable person. Yeah, I always get I asked get approached all the time. to take photos and I always get asked for directions even when like I am so clearly not from that place. Like Yeah. If anyone has any tips on how to be less approachable, yeah. Like even if I have my sunglasses on and my headphones in, people will be like, Hello, hi. Uh, how are you today? And it's like I know it's not because I'm hot. Like it's not <laughs> it's not people hitting on yeah, me. Yeah, it's definitely not that. So like don't be like, oh my god. You're trying to pretend that you like don't like it. No, it's not like a yeah. it's not like a flirty thing. No, no, it's like excuse me, miss. Yeah, you have a booger in your nose. Um, like last night, I was at the bus stop. It's actually kind of cute. Um, these like two like drunk older men were there, and one of them was showing the other one like his art. I couldn't really see. I didn't get a close look, but the guy was going like, "Man, like, you actually don't even know how great you are. Like, you're so talented." And then he's like to me, "Miss." isn't he talented? And I was like, well, I can't really see it, but sure, like, I'll, I'll validate you. But yeah. also, like, please don't come closer. Yeah, crowdsource the conversation, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's pretty much it for this um, emergency broadcast. Yeah. We hope you learned something, or we hope you at least want to now look up these photos and feel sad with us. BRB, got to go listen to Moonsong and Cry. Yeah. Much to think about. Much to think about. Alright, we'll see you in two weeks. See ya later. We have a special... Special field episode coming up. Site-specific performance art, if you will. Yeah.